And so I got bit by an insect and um, on my hand, right? And obviously when we get bit on our hands or anywhere really, you know, we get a, we get a bump and then it goes down and then we continue our lives, right? So this was not that, <laughs> okay? So I got bit by an insect um, and my entire hand got infected. Now, as a, as a guy, um, I was instinctively going to the doctors um, I was like, my body's gonna heal itself, my body's gonna heal itself. I went back home uh, <laughs> and I go around women, uh, primarily my my mum and my auntie, and they both looked at me and said, you need to go to the hospital. Um, so I got kidnapped, taken to the hospital, um, and like literally against my will. <laughs> and then uh, we went there and um, yeah, they did a blood test. They said, oh, something's wrong with your blood. So I was like, okay. Um, and th th at this time, my dad's next to me. So um, they say, listen, it could be anything from AIDS to cancer. Oh. Now, I personally, as much as serious as that sounds, for some reason, I just have this knack of finding the funny in certain things. Mm -hmm. um, and so I looked at my dad because he was next to me. And I go, it might be cancer. But it's not AIDS. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I literally, I was looking because he looked at me and said, "What AIDS?" And I said, "Dad, it's not AIDS. It's not AIDS. It's not AIDS. Trust me, it's not AIDS. It might be cancer, but it's not AIDS." Oh, <laughs> so, 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 so that, that, I found that I found that that little moment funny. Um, but obviously, as time progressed, um, it was actually cancer. It wasn't even a joke. It was actually cancer. Um, and it turned out that I had blood uh, blood cancer. Uh, in the form of leukemia, uh, acute myeloid leukemia, um, and I didn't even know. Like, and, and, and again, this really goes back into why I believe everything works together because the, the, the very fact that I got bitten is a story in itself. Because um, I was actually in a, in, a, in accommodation that my parents didn't want me in, so. <laughs> Um, the accommodation wasn't good, it was below average, um, mm -hmm. uni accommodation. And my dad was like, oh, I'm, I'm upset that you're living here, I don't want you to live here, so forth and so forth. Had I not lived there, I would have never got bit. Had I never got bit, I would never have found out I was there in the first place. Um, and then I never found out um, that I cancelled. So, again, for coming from a, a really crap place, mm -hmm. to, uh, to obviously going from that, learning, finding out something that I would never have known if I wasn't there, getting put in a situation where I now know what I know and then obviously starting that journey on that way. So hindsight, I was like, okay, I can see how the universe or God or whatever you believe in kind of structured that so that, okay, cool, now you want to go to hospital. Da, 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 da. Um, and so, yeah, I, I went to hospital uh, age 21 and I was told I got a week to live. Now that came about, was a bit scary because again, I'm 21, I'm in my peak, I'm in my prime and all of that jazz. Um, and I'm being told, listen, um, the hopes and dreams that you have for the future, put them on hold because you may not make it to see it. Um, so again, um, scary. Um, but again, in hindsight, some st good stuff came about from that. Number one, everyone I, everyone I had an issue with, I no longer had an issue with, um, and vice versa. So. Um, people that thought I was gonna die, just any beast we had or miscommunications, wow. but got settled. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they, as far as they were, everyone's concerned, I'm dying in seven days. So <laughs> there's no point. Um, 
Um, and obviously it freed me from a lot of my uh, internal grudges and you know stuff I, you know things I was, you know when you think oh, you have time you to hold stuff yes yeah yes, so it's yeah. like all right cool I'm just gonna say what I have to say now um, before I go um, and then it kind of freed me up to think differently as well because when you're about to die or you get told you're gonna die medically anyway um, I lost emotions crack up but not only emotions but paradigms in terms of what's important and so like my color my skin color wasn't important mm-hmm. um, my heritage wasn't important um very wow. little things mattered like the only thing that mattered really was was i going up or down <laughs> which was like at top of the list okay yeah. um number two um it was all the things i hadn't done and, and number three all the things i hadn't said or achieved yet in terms of like the goals I had planned out for myself. Wow. Um, besides that, nothing else really mattered. And I kind of tried to host, I tried to hold to that now, even though I'm healthy. Like the stuff that I get stressed about now, I'm like, remember, none of this mattered when you was about to die. It means it doesn't matter now, which means chill out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it, it brings you back to a point where you go, does this really require this much energy like if, yes. if like if i get told today i'm gonna die does this thing really hear him out and it's like not really but i need to do it but it's all this all the energy i was giving it kind of dissipates and it's like all right cool i'll do what i can if it don't work out it don't work out do you know what i mean um so yeah back to the story uh six months of chemo um there's a whole spiritual side to this as well which i'm not sure we have time for but long story short um i was cussing at god the whole time <laughs> Um, only because I was raised Christian, number one, and number two, um, I wasn't exactly a bad person, so I couldn't fathom why I was having this experience. Um, and then, you know, I was bad mouthing God, bad mouthing God, bad mouthing God. Luckily, he didn't kill me there and then, but the story goes deeper where, like, you know, pastors and preachers came to my house to pray for me and so forth, and everyone thought I was gonna die. Um, not my parents, my parents, strangely enough, had faith. But I'll talk about the wider community, you know, based on what the doctors yes. have said, all for all of that. Um, and so they came to my house and so forth and they prayed for me, you know, praying for me, praying for me, praying for me. And I got fed up. I, I can't lie, I got fed up because, again, I'm, I'm di- dying. So I'm like, I really haven't got time for this. As far as I'm concerned, I know what the Bible says, I was raised Christian. Yeah. Uh, if two or more gathering here and think yes. you'll be in the midst, right? Yeah. Right, lovely. Who's, who here believes it's God's plan for me to be sick? No one? All right, lovely. So if we pray one more time, and I, I'm, not, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say nothing negative. If we pray, God should show up. Cause I don't believe it's God. I, I, I was taught that he would be in the midst and I don't think it's his will for me to be sick. All right, boom, let's pray. So we prayed. Um, I looked at my hand. It still had the infection. Um, I walked out the door and said, don't talk to me about God no more. So that was it. <laughs> so that, that, that was it now the reason i share that is because obviously sometimes as christians we think that all right cool because you're christian no struggle was meant to come to you because you're christian I don't, life don't work um but there was a lot of grace that was handed to me in the process of what i went through for example the first piece of grace was my uh, grandma called me from america she doesn't have she don't, I don't really think she has a life. Well, she does. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine, it's fine. I'll tell it to her face. Um, she, she just prays. That's what she does. Um, and she called me. And she's like, um, 
I know you're, I can see you're frustrated, but you're gonna say something you can't take back. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like, chill out. Like, what's going on? I said, you don't understand. They said, I'm gonna die. I said, okay, ch- again, chill out. What did they say? So yeah, they said, I'm gonna die. And said, like, this many days. She said, cool. This is upsetting. I can hear it in your voice. I understand. However, if you can't find anything positive to say, you don't say nothing at all. Wow. I, I should just, just like, be angry, but be quiet. <laughs> and again, again, that goes back to the principles of, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue and all that jazz. So I was trying to, I, I was angry for the whole six months, by the way. Like I was angry, but I wasn't vocal about it. Yeah. So I went for the chemo, had some bad experiences. Worst experience was um, I was having a dream that I was drowning. Woke up, I was actually drowning on my own blood coughed up like three buckets of blood in my sleep um no obviously not in my sleep when i woke up i coughed up three buckets of blood um number one number two well that's the worst experience i see to be fair the first year so that was, that was six months of chemo um being in isolation doing all that jazz losing my hair all of that stuff um 2015 august i got the all clear Went back to university, had the party. Yo, yo, you have Wow. You've meant to die some days, but you're here. Then all of that jazz, all the pictures, yeah. and all that. Um, went back to uni. 2016, J- January, <coughs> in the same month, in the same week, I relapsed. Um, and this time, I didn't cast out God. Um, and in fact, it was so dramatic because I got, I was again, it was, they said, like, it's chemo resistant now. We don't know what we're gonna do, and not many black people are on the register for stem cells. So we don't know what, what, what's gonna happen. Bear in mind, two people who were in hospital with me just died. So Manir and Alex. Manir and Alex, yeah. M- no, three people, Manir, Alex, and wow. Andy. Okay, so people, well, Manir, Alex, Andy, and, J- and Jordan, but I didn't speak to Jordan, so I'm not even gonna say really Manir, Alex, and Andy. Um, and then, so I was like, boy, they died and I've got it again. Um, scary. <laughs> so I ain't cause of God this time. In fact, I actually got uh, dragged to church by one of my friends and um, did the whole fasting and prayer thing, but I couldn't do that because I was on like 55 medications. Yeah. So I just did like yes. a week, if that. Um, but I, I, I started the year positive. Um, and it's almost like God or whatever you believe in the universe or so forth. Mm-hmm kind of went, oh, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> so so in February, I had like the worst month I had in the two year span. And I'm talking about, this is when I, re- this is when, this is the part of my journey where I looked like I had cancer in the sense of the first year it was bad, but I kind of sailed for it looking back on it. That second year, like I looked like what you see on Everest, but worse. So I'm talking about like, I was a different color. I was skinny, I was scrawny. I grew an abscess that was, that was near my bum. So I know I couldn't go to the bathroom. Every time I stood up, I went to the toilet. I went out of diapers. I had I was on a morphine drip that I could click every 60 seconds. Every time I stood up and my bowels emptied, I had to take a shower. I was taking six hours a day. I would wash it and then my skin was drying out. So I had dry skin, I was skinny. I was made an adult diet, it was humbling. <laughs> very, very humbling. And that was for at least 30 days. Um, the reason being, 
is that they couldn't operate on the abscess because my platelets were low, which means that if they operated, I would have bled out. So I had to suffer with it. And obviously my parents seeing me suffer with it, they kind of went, you know, this isn't good. Um, and they saw me deteriorate like for the first time in like two years. Um, so they, they they made a whole campaign on Facebook and so forth, social media to pray for cure and pray for cure and da, 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 da. One thing I will say about God is he's slow, but he's on time. Cause Always on time, was, yes. Yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. Never he, early, yeah. <laughs> I, and again, this is where learning lessons about what to say and what not to say comes into play. Because remember, I, I just had that whole dramatics bung God last year. So, so this year I'm keeping quiet and I'm trying to be positive and put him first on what that jazz. Um, on this one day, this on this seven day period, and my mum says, okay, for this seven day period, can everyone, you don't care what religion you are, whatever, can everyone just pray? And then on the seventh day at this time, can everyone pray together? So we had people in mosques praying, uh, people in temple, people in Sikh, uh, people in Hindu. Wow, everywhere. Atheists sending good vibes. Oh. <laughs> uh, we got people <laughs> just praying and all of that. So, and then on the seventh day, everyone prayed at so I think like one o'clock or something like that. Anyway, I didn't feel the dramatic thing. I didn't start shaking or nothing. But the abscess shrunk enough for them to be able to operate in it. Now, here's the human part of my of my of my being. I I I, I initially innately I went wait. So God, it took what? thousands of people to pray for you to wake up but then but i didn't i held it in i, I, I kept quiet speak out yeah. and, I, and i just said look thank you because <laughs> at the end of the day thousands of people didn't have to pray so do you know what let me just be quiet and say and say less because if i keep talking who knows do you know what i mean so i'm just gonna say ah oh, okay whatever whatever and then i just moved on um and then that year I found a donor. It was from my from some baby in Germany. Never met him. Never probably won't ever meet him. But it was from the umbilical cord of, of the baby. They can use the umbilical cords now. Um to create stem cells. So I got that. Um and then that changed my skin tone. So I was like three shades darker than this. Um for like a while. Uh what else? Then I got the all clear in August. So I got the all clear in August 2016. <laughs> interloped into this whole story i dropped out of university the first time i got ill but when i went back to uni that that year i didn't drop out that time because i didn't know i was gonna get sick this next year around um and then in hospital i i was like i'm not i'm not doing this again i hate uni i don't want to stick it out i don't want to come out of hospital and then go back to uni again mm-hmm. so i was like all right let me do my coursework and stuff in hospital and i did that all via whatsapp and um email wow. and Wow. And then I even discharged myself from hospital, took my exams before my transplant at Hampshire University, came back to um, came back to uh, Royal Marsden and Sutton, reinstated myself, um, had the transplant and then I got the all clear. So basically put, I graduated that year that I also got the all clear, um, which was a, 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 a good experience. Um, and then that was basically the end of that saga. Which then led me to obviously, you know, um, a lot of people were following me at that point. So everyone kept saying to me, you know, where's the book? Where's the book? Where's the book? And I'm like, what book, bro? I just wanted to be alive. I wasn't planning to write a book. But so many people asked me that I ended up writing one. <laughs> so wow. just so people just leave me alone. Um, <laughs> so I wrote a book. Um, it's called What Can I Control? Um, it's on Amazon. 
It's basically just to, just to say like, look, there's going to be things in your life that you can't control, but there's things that you can control in every situation, even if it's just your emotions or your perspective. Yes. And I basically break that down into my own personal experiences as to what happened. Um, and then from there, I got to meet celebrities because of it. I got to meet a whole lot of bunch of people. Um, but meeting celebrities doesn't pay you. Um, <laughs> so, and a lot of the talking I was doing at the time was for free, like at churches and so forth and so forth. Um, or, radio stations or whatnot mm-hmm. so i had to get a job um so i got a job um selling property hated it um but it was money so i stayed um however like most people if there's a way out you'll take it and it got to a point where i was there and my my being just started to reject uh just start to reject being there it's like it's almost like i i didn't survive everything i went through to be in this office with people i don't like doing something i don't like every yeah. day yeah but my body just said oh no i didn't i didn't survive for this um so i quit and i got a night shift at tesco and i was happy because i didn't speak to anyone i just do shows get paid premium and go home uh but i was also like i can do more than this though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and that's when i just said God, i don't care what it is but just bring to me some type of opportunity uh where i can make money but i don't have to exchange my newly found time for it and so that's when forex got introduced to my life because forex you don't need a bunch of money to get started number one and number two um it's a great way for people with little money to grow money slowly over a period of time so that one day when you have a big account you can obviously make lots of money per day um so i was intrigued got involved um, and in six, seven months later, after getting started, I became debt free in my twenties. Um, so I have not, I haven't paid my university degree that like they can take a seat back, but I'm talking about everyone else. Um, I'm debt free, like loans and credit cards, overdraft, that's all done. That's so amazing. that's fine. Um, and then now it's just about trading to, like, to that point where I spoke about where you can make hundreds of pounds, like not hundreds, but hundreds of thousands of pounds a day or whatever. Um, but also showing other people mm-hmm. like listen i don't really i care but i don't in terms of what you've been through like I, when i say i don't care i just mean it's not an excuse um i oh, care about yes. what you've been through, but it's not enough for you to come here making excuses mm-hmm. like yes you've been through stuff but if you want to change your life this is what forex has done for me i'm not saying it's for everybody but this is what it's done for me um if you're interested in learning more this is how mm-hmm. you can do it um and i show them how they can get involved if they don't want to get involved, then they don't get involved. <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, and so my, my my role now is just basically just to enjoy life, number one, but responsibly. But number two, um, just live the best that of, like, time, time is very important to me. So if I can do Forex and I can make money from my house, um, and I can show other people who maybe haven't really died, but they got kids or, you know, loved ones that they can't spend time with because they're like being a nurse and doing night shifts and all this kind of stuff that people go through at the moment. Um, and if they can get that little bit of time back to themselves so they can spend it with their kids or their family, or they just, or, 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 or again, materialistic, they just want to buy the Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has their own Whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just whatever. But um, at, the, at the end of the day, if I can help you get one step closer to that, then I feel like I've, I'm fulfilled in the sense where okay that's why I, that's why I survive kind of thing. so that's kind of my drive and it's not really about the money because I'm debt free so 
it, yes, it's about money as in I should be for your future, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But it's not like I have to I don't have to trade for money in terms of because I got debt. I'm trading because it's a skill and I'm trading because like it's gonna be something I'm gonna be doing for the next at least ten years of my life. So for me it's like it's a lifestyle now. It's not really something I'm doing because I need it. Um, and I was trying to help people get to that point where they can do that too. Um, so that they can change their life, really. Um, so that's what I'm pretty much on at this point in my life. And and yeah, that's basically it. Wow. That's an amazing, I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. Um, you went to the brink of death and you've come back. You you know you did your exam. Did you do your exams in while you were still? Yeah. In so I, so I told the doctors. It's, it's, wow. My mom was there actually, so she can vouch for this. But there's a part in between um, cycles of chemo mm-hmm. where they allow for your white blood cells to come back up. And then before they put them on the next cycle, I said, listen, um, I'm not going back on the next slot of chemo yet. I said, what? I said, yeah, I got your exams. I just gonna take them. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not missing it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So there's like, well, you got cancer. You're missing them again. I said, listen, either you guys give me an option, or you find one option of me leaving here and going to university for five days and coming back, or I just get up and leave. So that's the, that's your options, not mine. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So they went away. Had the little doctor whisper in the corner. Came back. Um, gave me antibiotics for five days worth to go to uni, come back, and then we'll put you back on. And that's what I did. So I did, went to uni, took my exams. The university took care of me and all of that. Came back. Um, and then, yeah, reinstated myself and then had the transplant. So, yeah. And wow. then I graduated with a 2-1 in business studies and management that year. So. Well yeah. done to you. I'm so proud of you for what, you know, I think that's incredible. Um and you know, I just feel I can just imagine what your parents and your grandmother must, you know, because I know as a as a mother and a grandmother, how you know it would just be devastating for me to, you know. And I'm so, I mean, no one would even know. Look at you. Yeah, I haven't cut my hair since the all clear. What you're doing? Huh? I haven't cut my hair since the all clear, so um, that's why I've got dreads. Looks amazing. You just look so. You know, nobody would know that you've gone through what you've gone through. No. So I'm so, so happy for you. And, you know, um, I want to talk about where you are now with the business that you're doing, because obviously in COVID and so many people are struggling and worried and what have you. What would you say to people about, you know, trading? Because this is something where, for me, I would think, I would have thought, You've got to know all this maths, you've got to know all this stuff, you've got to be some kind of economist or something. What yeah. would you say to anyone who's just, you know, random person who wants to change their life? I'd say it depends what you're, tr- what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to be the world's best trader. So I don't get involved in the maths or the economist stuff. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you think, yeah? Um, yeah, I don't get involved in that. Um, and it's, it's again, you may, if you fall in love with it to the degree where you have to go down that route, which is obviously more to do with institutional trading, which is finding out you're watching Bloomberg and and doing all that kind of fundamentals, mm-hmm. then you can do that if you want to. Um, that's just not for me. 
Um, so I don't trade that way. I I, I use institutional um, principles, but I I trade with a with a group uh, called No Limit Nation, and they're part of a of a bigger group. Um, but basically, they're attached to an aca- online academy, um, and that online academy gives you access to obviously the full course. Like in terms of like the videos are broken down into sections from beginning to intermediate to expert. You're given access to like over a hundred plus full-time educators who trade different strategies worldwide and trade three to five times a week. Wow. And the way I make my money is that I use an algorithm that they call harmonics mm-hmm. where it finds trades for you. Now that, that is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I don't actually do a lot of work. Obviously we still have to analyze the market and do some basic analysis, but I don't have to look for trades. That's, that's a lot of pressure taken off my, my, my system. Mm-hmm. So I just, Wait for the scan to find something. I mark up if it, and then mark up and figure out if it's good to take yes or no, mm-hmm. and then I just take it and then just apply faith and then go about your day. So I don't really, I don't really. Um, I'm not in front of the computer all day. Like I had a photo shoot today and I went to the park. That's why I, when you called me, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't at home like looking at laptops with four laptops. You're not and, yeah, because this is a thing that worries people. I think am I going to be stuck at my computer all nah, day, seven days nah. a week? Yeah. No, it's, okay. not, it's not that. It doesn't have to be that. It, it can be that if you make it that, mm. um, but it doesn't have to be that. Um, it just has to be, you just have to give it, like, this, you do have to give it like an hour a day or hour and a half a day. Like you have to, you have to anything you want to learn, you're going to have to give time to. But what is an hour a day if it's going to change your financial life, your family life, you know what I mean? Yeah, but we know that. Mm. But it's only now that people are realising how much time they have now that COVID's here. Yes. Before this, everyone was like, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Yeah. Now that people got time on their hands, everyone's like, maybe I should learn a skill. <laughs> so why not learn a skill that's going to pay for the rest of your life? It's my, it's my, my point. Like, a lot of us wasn't raised. Like, they don't teach Forex in schools. School. Oh, they yeah. don't teach how to pay bills in school either. Everything that's to do with money, they leave out conveniently. But they want you to work. They want you to understand Mass and English, so you can be an employee. Yes. But they don't really teach you how to manage money. Because if you did learn how to manage money, you did learn how to create wealth for yourself, mm. you would then become a threat. And if you think about the millions of people that, that the educational system churns out every single year, mm-hmm. if just five, 10, 15 of them get enough sense to make, um, make wealth, mm. that's 15 new threats to the people that have money are not competing with and so it, they don't want everybody to know how to make that wealth yes. because more wealth it creates more competition and so the information has been hidden but it's not even hidden anymore but people are so conditioned that they're not looking for it anymore because they just assume based on the old programming yeah. yes yeah wow so how can people What's the company and how can people get in touch with you if they want to know more? Okay, so um, for we go by the name of No Limit Nation because we are part of, of the company. We have our own brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the company itself is I Am Academy. Now, on social media and you know Google and whatnot, there's going to be bad uh, reviews um, and there's going to be good reviews, just like McDonald's, just like anything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can only speak for how we operate mm-hmm. because... Um, in our thing, like no one is a sign up, no one is just uh, a referral. Like we actually care, 
and we want to make sure that everyone in our team actually learns forex because there's no great there's no greater feeling especially from what i'm concerned anyway when someone comes doesn't know anything and then they they message you oh i just made 50 pound my first 50 pound all my days and then the eyes open up like oh wow like if i keep doing this oh, for wow. six months or a year where can i be i said yeah that's the whole point and for me that's fulfilling and i've kind of got a team now of people and leaders where everyone feels the same way um but it's not always the case there are a lot of teams out there where they don't treat people like people and they just sign people up and sign people up and then, right. okay you're signed up and then they kind of just leave you to it right. um we're not that mm-hmm. um if they want to access me or whatever then i'm pretty open so um instagram or facebook or anything really uh, my instagram would be k jarrett official so k j a double r e w t official um or they can find me at kieran jarrett on facebook um yeah that's pretty much it what about your book how can people get hold of your book because i'm sure there's a lot of mindset going on in oh. that book. Yeah, it's, it's just on Amazon. Yeah. It's on Amazon. So I don't carry stock or nothing. It's not like water stays. <laughs> like um, it's just literally, if you type in um, what can I control yeah. on Amazon and then just put like Jarrett or Kieran or whatever, a big picture of my face comes up. So you can't even miss it. There's a black face. There's not black face, like dark. But no, just... not, not, the, not putting on something. <laughs> yeah, not the racial black yeah. face, but it's just oh, like yeah. my face is there yeah. smiling and I'm on the face of the book. So you should be able to see me. Um, like it's not hard to find. Okay. Not hard to find at all. Wow. Um, yeah. What I want because I, I want I know you're really busy. You've had a long day already. I don't want to add any you know give you any more to do. But what? can you talk to anybody who may be going who may be going through something? Because I mean, what you went through was incredible. I mean, I'm sure you look back and think where you are now, and you look back and it's like wow, you know. Yeah. What would you say to anybody who's going through maybe a health challenge or maybe other, you know, something that is stopping them from living their best life or going mm. for what their, you know, their dream or what they're born to do? They have a gift, but, you know, they're not utilising it. What would you say to that person, knowing what you know as a young person, as, you know, as you are still? Um, I mean, you mentioned quite a few different types of people in that question. Um because you said there's people that have health issues. Could be. But you also said people that are healthy but just ha- aren't living up to their, their potential. And to those two people, I give different yeah. uh, yes. answers. So yeah. for, health, for people that go through health issues, number one, understand that just because they say you're going to die doesn't mean you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Yes. You die when you give up. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Um, like you should, if you really care about um, living, then you need to care about living. And I, I say that because um, there's people in our, okay, I will say this, um, Andy, Munir, Alex, they actually believed that they, they tried really hard to, to, and they survived. Like they, they lasted all the way up to my my final year in hospital, like my final few months. Mm-hmm. And then they all died in the same part, like a few months. So for two years, they were my, people in hospital there's other people in hospital who were always negative always negative came in were swearing at their parents came in were were always negative came in was just just really just 
Like it was so bad that we again I can say this because we all had cancer in the room, so it's not like you get special treatment for having cancer, but you all got it. So when he came in, when this particular person came in, he was like, Can you take him out, please? Like, no, 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 no. We all have the same thing in there. But we are we're trying to maintain a high level of positivity. Yes. And he's just killing the mood. Can you just put him into a separate room? Because it's I don't feel sorry for him, you all got it. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no yes, exactly. Put him somewhere else. And 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 he didn't make it, he lasted like two months. Um, and I don't mean to, mind, to make, make it sound so blasé. It's just there's a difference between being upset and being counterproductive to your situation. Mm-hmm. I think you have there's a time and a season to be upset, but once you've been upset, it's time to change. Mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. don't change, then you're falling into negativity, which is always leads to depression. It leads to all these other things like suicidal thoughts and can I do this? Mm-hmm. Is it worth fighting for anymore? And that's not really the 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 the, the the, the thoughts that someone who wants to live has. And to not go down that route, you should always maintain um, your your positive thinking. But even if it's by what you listen to in hospital, I, I didn't listen to barely any negative music when I was in hospital. I listened to more instrumentals um, or gospel sometimes. If I can yeah, stomach yeah. It. And I say stomach because it gets a bit much. Mm-hmm. Um, or just stuff that wasn't negative. Like it wasn't, there was no drill, there was no, barely any rap. It was just like anything that was positive. Um, number two, um, your circle is very important. I only said people could visit me in hospital. Um, my parents always wow. had access to me. Yeah. But also there was a time when, and my mom, hate, my mom doesn't like the fact I talk about this, but it's the facts. Um, there was a time period where I had to ban my mom from hospital. Um, because not because she was negative, no, no, but she, she was loving me, in a, she was trying to love me in a way which was counterproductive to how I felt. In the sense where, like, if I coughed, mm-hmm. she would call the nurse. Now, I know it's just a cough, leave me alone, mm-hmm. but but mom, oh, let me get the nurse. I said, Mom, chill, so make it, make it mom, yes, yeah, do you know what I mean? I but know. Just, like, take care that maternal instinct. It's like, okay, cool, I, I can't stop you from being you, but what I can do is stop you from coming here. So, so about my mom for two weeks. Wow. I said, so you can't, not even until you, you adapt, mm. I can't have you here. Do you understand? Like, it's not, I'm not trying to be mean, I just can't have you here. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, yeah. And so, it's, I, I, that happened. And, and, and again, I think everybody should get that, um, that level of, people should earn your presence in terms of, to be around you. If you're trying to work to a particular goal, or you're trying to survive, especially when it comes to health. Yes, this is your life. You don't want the people that are going to cry in your space all the time. You want the people that, I got friends, there's so so much of, you know those friends that, that, that even if you're going, if you like the stub your toe, they're not going to go, oh, you stubbed your toe, they're going to be like, ah, ha, ha, they're going to laugh at you. Yeah. Those people kind of you want in your life, only because, those are the people that visited me in hospital and they didn't treat me like I was in hospital. They made you feel like you. Like I was yes. normal. Yes, yeah. And they're kind of the ones you want around more than yeah. the criers. Mm, I, I get that. Um, as for the people that aren't ill, mm-hmm. but you're just trying to do something, um, at the end of the day, you, you, time is a luxury. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things that right now I'm seeing people saying, oh, we can't go on holiday, we can't go to bars, we can't. You can't, you can't do this. And I'm thinking to myself, that's, are people that's, I'm realizing how spoiled we are 
as a community, like certain things, like when I think back to what, how people used to live, they didn't have bars. They didn't have, do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's just like, I, I, I think people are too comfortable and sometimes negative stuff has to happen to make you understand wow. that you're wasting time. And it, I'd rather people learn the lesson before they have something bad happen. Yes. But sometimes bad stuff has to happen so that you understand you haven't got time to waste. For those people who um, haven't done anything yet, the first question is why? Second question is, is can that be solved? Because a lot of people are praying for God to change lives, but I'm not getting up. <laughs> and it's just like that doesn't work. Um, and I, I saw something that I thought was really, really, really smart. I saw a preacher go. He he said, I think it's TDJ. He goes, God's in the business of creating trees, not chairs. Wow. And I think that's really deep because in the end of the day, people are praying like, God help me, God help me. But God's not the type to come down with a, with an angel and start singing hymns. He's gonna be like, listen, here's an opportunity to fix your situation, yes. there's, there's therapy, there's a skill, there's a B-Tech, there's a you know university degree, there's, there's something, yeah. business opportunity, there's uh, a partnership on a, on a project or something like that. Here it is. And then you go, oh, I don't like it. God, please help me. And then he's like, well, uh, yeah, he's yeah, just he's just one, yeah. one. Yeah. And he was, eventually, he's just gonna, I, when he dies, he's going to look at you in your face and go, I sent you, like, how many? It's not my fault that you didn't apply work with your mm-hmm. with your faith it's, it's so i think people are so entitled to tomorrow that it's a detriment because i i, I know for a fact tomorrow is not it's not it's, it's not guaranteed is that yeah and it's like how dare you live your life just assuming you're going to wake up and i think if people just had more fear mm-hmm. i'm not saying they have to have like death hanging over them i'm just saying more fear and appreciation for life in the sense of how finite it is and the fact that they've only got a short and got a limited amount your you got a clock mm. and and at the end of the day when that time done and you blink because everyone says oh the year they went quick no you just wasted it like literally uh, you blink and you go wow i'm 40. you blink again wow i'm 50. you blink again i'm 60. now you're getting health problems and now it's like if you keep if you blink again and you haven't done anything it's a problem so it's like, why would you keep blinking and say, oh, that was a quick year. That was a quick year. Do something now. Because if you don't do something now, tomorrow's going to be exactly the same. And it's not going to wait for you. Time does not care about who's, in, who's the president. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, doesn't <laughs> it really care. doesn't, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't care about your color. It doesn't care about if you're Jamaican. Well, no. you're, at the end of the day, what are you going to do today to change tomorrow? If you're not going to do anything cool, but don't cry. Do you understand? And I, I think that's the, that's the line where it's like entitlement because I, I, it bugs me when poor people go, give let the rich give us their money. Yes, they should pay tax. Mm-hmm. And it should be distributed to the poor. But for you to, to, who doesn't work, who refused to get up, who did no type of graft to make anything better, saying now I, that I did and I should give you money, that's ridiculous. And I think that more, if you're either sitting on an idea that you have not put ideas into, again, in this day and age, we actually don't need money to get started. You can apply for funds, you can apply for grants, you can speak with fundraise, you can do all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff, get product off the ground. Money is not an issue. If you have an idea, people yeah. invest in your idea. So stop telling me you haven't got the money. You, what you haven't got is a plan. 
Mm. Because people don't have a plan, they have no goals. And because they have no goals, they have nothing to wake up for. And because they have nothing to wake up for, they get depressed. Rewind that. Listen to something positive so you're not depressed. Get, have some goals, have some objectives, and then have a plan as to what you want to achieve. And then that will give you some reason to wake up. Stop telling me you haven't got time. Stop telling me it's about because you're black. No, it's not. It, it, this is the best time to be alive. Wow. It's never been as good to be equal, but it's never been this balanced ever. Like it's never, like it's, it's, this is as good as it's been so far. Your color is very, is a, is, it might be a part of the equation, but it's very small. And even now with George Floyd dying, yeah, they want to give you more of a chance. So now it's not even going to be because you're black, it's because you haven't got the skills. Because they want to hire more people who are color. You just haven't got the qualifications. So what are they want to do? What, just not work? No, it's just, you have to, that's why I say like, Mobilize yourself, yeah. Thank you. It's just yeah. like, do something that, that sets you apart and then glow. Like, it's, it's just one of, it's, it's that. And I just think like, there's so many people who are, you know, you should have written, you should have written a book by now. You should have started your business by now. You should have had started family. All this other stuff you should have done by now, but you waffled, you blinked, 10 years has gone past. And now you're like, oh, oh, I wish I, you still got time. My mom- You're still oh, breathing. <laughs> Mom's still breathing. You're still yeah. in the game. My, my history, my math, no, my business teacher told me this. When I, every time I had the exams, he would say, look, when is your exam? Two days from now. He said, cool. Have you, are, are, you, are you ready for it? I said, no. He said, go, cool. Put your hand in front of your face. What do you feel? You feel air? Okay, good. That means you're still right. Yes. <laughs> so go home and study. <laughs> and, and that's literally it. And I think if people just start to treat life like that, um, Mm. They 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 would they would get started. I think I think wasting time thinking is as bad as not having a purpose at all. I think people think so much that they go from making an educated decision to time wasting to laziness. And I think that it's very dangerous to go from I think you should make educated decisions. I don't think you should take more than a day to think about it. Um, if you take more than they think, like, then uh, as far as I'm concerned, you're not, you're not serious. And number two, it's something that you don't want. You think you want, but you don't want. If I, if I, if I, if I'm thirsty and you give me water, I'm going to drink it. You're going to drink it. I'm going to sit yeah. there for two days and go, hmm, this water. I just, it's, it's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> that, it, that doesn't work like that. So I think if, if, if don't, I think if you've got an idea of writing a book, but you don't get up thinking about, okay, how am I going to write this book? And you don't write the book, you, your passion is in the book. So figure out what else you should be doing. Like, don't just do a book because someone else has a book. I don't just start a show just because someone else has a show. Like, what do you want to do? That's why I say to people when they do it, start with us, what's your motivation? Because for some people, it's the Maserati and the Lamborghini. But some people, it's nice, just about yeah. impacting lives. Yeah. Two different motivations, but the but the result is the same. Yes. So it's, it's, what's, your, what's your motivation? Get that and then get paid for your motivation. That's what I would say. But don't got time for that. Well, you can get your blood test today and get told you got one week to live like me. So, and look at you, look at you now, and now you're you're doing amazing, changing lives by getting people involved. Um, just leave your details again for people to. Um, uh, okay. I know um, we're limited to time. Kieran Jarrett, so K I E R R A N J A R R E W T. Um, my Instagram, which I'm probably on most of the time, 
Um, K Jarrett. So K J A R R E W T. Official, and you'll find me. Yeah, I will try. And, I'll put those on the the video yeah, anyway. Every, everything's on my on my website. www.kieranjarrett.com um all my socials are on there as well i believe wow kieran i i'm just thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate your story you're a young man with a with a vision and who's gone through so much and here you are you know and i really appreciate your time as well and uh, keep up the great work and i'm looking forward to being part of what you're doing because wow it is amazing yeah i'll welcome you when you're ready whenever that is yeah i will be don't worry i'll be there maybe no rush